are now listening to Random Ramblings What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I am back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob Podcast. You like, you like my radio voice, right? First and foremost, I'd like to thank Ray from the Naked Porch Podcast for that intro track to lead us into the randomness that is this podcast. Um, and i also like to thank, uh, who is it? Who is it? Um, fuck. Uh, can't, you! You, the listener, for coming back every week and listening to my podcast or however you listen to podcasts. And if you are a new listener, I appreciate you for taking the time out and listen to me cuss and say things out the side of my motherfucking neck. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Not this last episode, because the last episode featured Tiny Ebony, who is an adult film star or porno star or a fuck buddy for hire uh, a friend with benefits that you have to pay her benefits and um, also returning was uh, Andre the almighty psyche and it was a uh, cool having them it was an experience it was my first adult actor porn star on um, the podcast and you know Andre is just awesome he has a lion's mane of hair and everything and he's cool and he's poetic with words and he say the things that I try to think in my head, but it don't come out right. And, um, but I digress. They were on last episode. The episode before that was sir. No, this one is God damn it. I'm so hyped up on Mountain Dew. I think I pissed my pants. I'm still wearing my pee pants right now. Not the last episode. But the episode before that one, last episode was episode 47. The one before that was 46, who was featuring Todd the Great, one half of the Wrestling Junkies. Um, I (laughs) split them up with a podcast in between. That was Tiny Ebony and Andre. And now today on this edition, we're going to have the other half of the Wrestling Junkies, the podcast tag team champions. Although um, some may disagree with that statement because I know um, the Crises and Blute uh, podcast, they declare themselves as the um, tag team champions. But I think they say the intergender tag team champions. So uh, Todd DeGrate and Sir John Lee are the podcast tag team champions. Until I hear another podcast claim that they're the tag team champions, then they're going to have to have uh, a fight over that title. But for right now, on this motherfucker podcast, Todd the Great and Sir John Lee are the podcast tag team champions. Booyah. Book it. So we got the other half of the wrestling junkies on the podcast today. Sir John Lee, I have said it like 80,000 fucking times. I'm just on a roll. I'm rambling. I'm just, oh, I'm on sugar high. Reason being is you get to see the other side of the wrestling junkies. Um, side one, episode, uh, you know, part one of this was uh, Todd the Great, which, damn, I keep repeating myself. Um, He, you, outside of the Wrestling Junkies podcast, you found out that he is an an inspiring film director. 
and he does photography and he is a real, you know, knee deep into the film industry. He went to school for the shit. On the other side of the coin, we have today John Lee, who is into music. He is an artist, rap type, and he produces music. So it's, it's a cool dynamic that you have in this pairing a built-in director and an artist. You put them together, you got a daggone a artist has a his director, and a director has his a uh, uh, what his client, and they they feed off each other. They can bounce ideas off each other, get different points of view from an artist standpoint and as a director standpoint. Um, and since they're boys, you know, I mean, it's cool. They have they have the dynamic already built in. They've known each other since childhood, and um, they can create some cool things. And stuff, and he hit. Todd the Great pretty much has a guinea pig when he want. It's like, hey man, I want to see how this look. Come with me and let's do this shit, and vice versa. Hey, how would you do this? Show me, you know. See, so I think that's a cool dynamic. That's why they the uh, podcast tag team champions. But it was um great to sit down with Sir John Lee. I feel like I'm blessed by royalty in his presence because he got the Sir in there, and he explains all that. Um, he, he talks a little bit um, as Todd did as how they met and how they came up um, what got him in the direction that he's in with the music um, his future goals and ambitions for his music and everything that's going on and he talks about all that I'm just you know giving you the, the preview I'm giving you the entree the appetizer well the entree is the meal in some places but I'm giving you the appetizer I'm giving you the damn uh Bang bang shrimp, or the typhoon shrimp, or the the spinach dip, or the guacamole, you know, something to wet the palate, something to get you hungry, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But before we actually get into the podcast, as of today, I spoke about it on the last podcast. I spoke about it when I was uh, featured on the Naked Porch podcast. So you should go check that out. It's called. Who Lives Last? Well, I'll talk about my movie experience, making a movie in that shit show that it was, at which I have some more info on. I'm not going to divulge on this podcast. It's going to come out later. But stuff has been going on. And as of today, there's 44 days left. You have the opportunity to help a veteran out. Um, I have a friend that I served with in the, um, in the military uh, we did a tour together in Paris Island, South Carolina, aboard the depot where they make Marines on the East Coast. And, you know, I got to know him a little bit. Um, he's a father of many kids, seven of them to be exact. He has a wife. They're still together. Hopefully they ain't making no more babies. But um, they fell on some hard times. He uh, exited the Marine Corps a little bit early. Uh, he got a job and everything, and his uh, wife was uh, making hella bank. And um, they had a comfortable lifestyle. They had enough to afford a house, uh, support those seven kids, and uh, just live and be merry. But uh, most recently, um, his wife got laid off from her job. So um, they don't have that extra added income to freaking uh, keep everything afloat. You know, they solely living off of his income and everything. And um, what the... The, the, the struggle is what the trouble is as of today there's 44 days left 
for them to come up with $15,000 to save their house. I didn't really want to put a number on it because, I mean, me saying $15,000, that's going to, you know, it sounds scary. I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, when I seen it, I mean, obviously, I mean, if they're trying to save the fucking house, I mean, it's going to be some bank involved. Um, it, it it took me, it, 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 it shocked the fuck out of me when I first initially seen the tweet. He tweeted it to me and I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, I thought it was a prank or some, you know, some joke shit because we have that kind of rapport or whatever. We always fucking around with each other. But this dude got a GoFundMe to save his house, man. And, uh, you know, it kind of hit me kind of hard or whatever. I mean, um, I didn't know what to say. I mean, and it's, I don't have $15,000 that I can just come up out of my ass and give to him. Because if I had money like that, I mean, I, I'd be well better off than what the fuck I am now. And, um, you know, if I had it to give, uh, you know, I would give it to him. But I can't. So I can't do it alone. And they can't do it alone. That's why they're asking for assistance. So, I mean, he's a veteran. Sworn in to give his life for this country. So you can have your freedoms. So you can say what the fuck you want to say. So you can dag on whipping nene and wear your pants half off your ass and buy skinny jeans and wear them half off your ass and damn all this other stupid shit that you take for granted or you just damn too dumb to realize that you know we fought and fight to protect but then again i mean it's not just about you know a, a military member i mean look at your police department look at your fire department your emts they volunteered to do that job because if they didn't do it, who the fuck would do it? Would you do it? A lot of people you won't. <laughs> A lot of you won't do it. That's why we do it. So you don't have to. But I mean, I can get into that over and over and over again, which I have done and I will continue to do until this 44 days have gone past and we get a yay or nay on if they're going to be able to keep their house. But I encourage you, pretty please, do what you can. I mean, I'm not asking you to come out of your pocket thousands of dollars. I mean, but if you can swing it, I mean, that'd be fucking great for them. And then I just said it is the simplest thing, man. I mean, a hundred people can give up one dollar and that's a hundred dollars. And it just like it blows my mind over over the um, times that I've been trying to, you know, I've been spreading the word of this um, cause or whatever. I've been scrolling through Instagram because, you know, that's my jammy jam. And I seen I came across a post. It was a dude, one guy. He had a cat, one cat, an animal, fuck a feline, meow, that type of shit. The cat needed bladder surgery. The bladder surgery cost $4,000. Oh, he was asking for $4,000 in assistance. Within three days of this GoFundMe being started, this dude got over $4,000, almost $5,000 for his fucking cat to get surgery. Three days, 150 people came up with over $4,000 to help one fucking cat get bladder surgery because one guy asked. Now you can say that, Oh man, that happened to him pretty quick because you know, he, I guess he, his account is big on motherfucking Instagram. He got like 
300,000 followers. I do not. I am not a popular person. I don't do fucking memes on the internet. I don't damn do fucking videos where they put all kinds of stupid fucking effects in it to like when somebody's shocked they do that fucking doom, the fucking like that fucking sound or whatever like a gunshot or some stupid shit like that. You know, I'm not making vines where I can't because the motherfuckers is just done and nobody uses that shit. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not a fucking rap star celebrity. I, I don't have any celebrity to me. I'm just a regular dude who decided after years of listening to the podcast to daggone try to start my own and see what the fuck happens. Goddamn 48 episodes later, 48 consecutive weeks of doing this podcast, which I never thought within a million years I'd be fucking doing or let alone maintain and keep up with. I'm here doing it. Through this podcast, I have been able to meet so many interesting people that now, after 48 consecutive weeks of doing podcasts, I don't know what my life would be out, would be out, (laughs) would be like if I had never met these people. I mean, it's not a big thing. It's not like they're paying my bills or they're enlightening me, enriching my life to where I can damn be unemployed for the rest of my days. I mean, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, you hear me talk about it. I mean, this, if we was ever <laughs> made this a official rule of this podcast, if I ever mentioned Sean from the horribly awkward podcast, I mean, I don't know what, you know, what my day to day would be like or what my life would be like if I had never met Sean. Or whatever. I mean, it's not like we fucking dating and kissing and holding hands and shit like that. But like just the interactions that I've had with Sean, just some of the wisdom that he's imparted upon me, which I mean, it sounds funny because I mean, have you heard his podcast? Dudes all over the place, just like me. Had I never met Sean and I tried to do this podcast, it might have gone in a whole nother direction. The just the quality, uh, just the little hits and tips that he gave me you know, from, from him to me that, you know, this, that I use on this podcast. Um, I've done, I did a podcast last week with Ray, Danielle Kreef from the Naked Porch podcast. And it was fucking fun, man. I, I dig the energy. I dig how they do their show. And I don't know how my life would be, how different my life would be had I never met them. Had I not, embarked on this journey of podcasting, you know, because I mean, ah, man, I I just can't explain it. But I mean, I'm way I'm all over the place. I'm I'm not famous. I got thirteen hundred or so followers on the show's Twitter account. I got just about a thousand. On my personal account, I have a hundred and ninety three followers or likes or whatever on my Facebook page. I have 400 and some odd on my Instagram. Tumblr, 300 to 400 and some odd, but Tumblr don't really count. I put my podcast shit up there, but it was mostly porn. Um, And all these social media accounts or whatever, all those people 
not to mention my face, my personal Facebook page, which I don't really plug the podcast shit on there. So I don't really count that, but all those social media accounts, all those people. And damn, it's hard because like I can ask a question. I can do a poll. I can get some likes. I can get some retweets, but I don't get no fucking feedback, you know? And you know, I'm, I'm kind of guilty of the shit too, man. Cause like, because I I know people or know of people in the podcast world or I know what they're going through because I'm a podcaster myself, you know, I see things like a podcast is just starting out and then they have like, hey, this is episode three. Listen, I automatically retweeted. I switch over to my personal account and I retweet it again. Nine times out of 10, you know, if I don't establish a rapport with them or I'll talk to them, I might not listen to the podcast unless, you know, it's a subject matter to where I'm interested in but I know how important those retweets are because I mean they just starting out there are three episodes in I know how much of a clusterfuck more so (laughs) this podcast was around episode three so I know they need that support I know they need those likes to you know let them know that somebody at some capacity is fucking out there whether they listen to the podcast or not or whatever. I mean, you would want somebody to listen to the goddamn podcast. I mean, that's why you're making the podcast. Well, kind of, you know, some people do it for different reasons. Some people make the podcast so other people can listen to it and react to it. But if nobody's reacting to it, you know, you kind of, you sometimes it puts a person like, you know, if that's their main goal for a reaction, it makes them doubt their worth. You know, why am I doing this if nobody's talking to me? Why am I doing this if, you know, I'm not getting reactions? And right off the bat, I mean, initially starting this podcast, I thought that, you know, it would be something fun to do. You know, the main goal of it is I wanted to get people that I serve with when I was currently, when I was in the military, I want to get people that I worked with on a daily basis on the show. And we just talk about the random shit that we talk about at work, just have it recorded and put it out there. Cause many, many moons ago, um, cause I've been doing the military thing for 16 years or so. I wanted to write a book of all the encounters and experiences I had in the military, but my brain don't work like that. <laughs> I can't it's hard for me to sit down and uh type an email or you know get on the computer and sit here and pay bills man because I mean my brain is just is just wired to be ah! <laughs> like that but I mean it, it so I thought about hey I could do the same thing have it the podcast I could record the shit we say put it out there you know I have something I have like a keepsake of my time in the military I have a keepsake, you know, some of my friends' memories, you know, some of my memories, because I have a hard time remembering shit. You know, it's just like my past fades away from me, man. I don't know what the problem is, and it kind of scares me, so I want to have something on record of saying that, like, hey, oh, yeah, I do remember that, blah, 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 and all kind of shit like that. Man, I have rambled. (laughs) (laughs) oh man I had to just stop right now man but please I said all that bullshit to say spread the word give what you can 
dollar, two dollars, fifty cent, a quarter, nickel, penny, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, hog, all that shit. Give, man. Do good. Cause think about it. What if you were in that situation? You can have the damn harshest opinion of somebody else when they in that situation and you not. You could be like, oh, well, she can just go get another fucking job and blah, 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 blah. He can get two jobs. You think that's going to be feasible if they don't have family backing or support? You think by now they probably didn't try to refinance their home or they're going to try to take out a second mortgage or get a loan or do something like that? GoFundMe should be at the bottom of the list you know, for something like this. And it is because I know the dude and I talk to him voice to voice, text to text. I know the dude. (laughs) This is not just like a random pluck out of a hat on the internet that I seen. Oh, this is a GoFundMe. I'm going to take up the charge on this. No, man. I worked with this dude. I served with this dude. This dude's been deployed, shot at, potentially could have died and never came back home to those seven kids and his wife, man. Or to that house that they're trying to save right now. So I mean, I'm, oh man, it's just like I don't know, man. I'm, I just get hot every time I think about it. A fucking cat dog, <laughs> cat dog, cat dog, cat dog. But a fucking animal, a little cat, one cat. I can see if it was an animal shelter, cool. I can see if it was a cat breeding farm facility, cool. But one fucking cat. One cat. Over $4,000 from 150 people in three days. This is day 17 of this dude's GoFundMe. Only $60 has been donated. And um, shout outs to Christopher Morris, one of my daggone Facebook friends. Appreciate you, man, for donating that $20. And I'm bad with names, so if your name is pronounced any other way than I <laughs> interpret it to be, uh, I apologize. Chris. Let's just call you Chris. Chris M. <laughs> but, dog, I don't understand it. And I keep saying dog, but we're talking about a cat. Rah! Bottom line, donate. I mean, I, what what can I do? I mean, <laughs> I talk about my merchandise all the time. Because, you know, I want to put things back into this podcast. I want to do different things with this podcast. So I came up with the T-shirt idea. I was like, hey, you know, if there's somebody out there that like me, you know, they might buy a T-shirt. And, then, you know, not even the fact that I would generate some funds for the podcast from the T-shirt. I just think it's fucking cool that somebody would think enough to me to wear one of my T-shirts that I designed, that I created myself. I think that's fucking cooler than anything. If I had control over them like I want to, I would give them motherfuckers away for free just to see people wear the (laughs) T-shirts. But I ain't got that kind of money and I ain't got those resources. I'm pretty sure I can find somebody that can do them for cheap, but I ain't got money to be slanging around like that because like my man, I got other responsibilities to do. I mean, this, this is getting off topic again, but please do what you can. I'm hot. My forehead is burning up. I'm sweating on top of my shit. God damn. This is supposed to be some some joyous shit. Some some oh man. All right, fuck it. Hey, my guest, Sir John Lee. <laughs> we're gonna get into the happy shit, man. But um we're gonna get into the podcast with uh Sir John Lee, half of the wrestling junkies. This is part two. 
this week on this edition of the Random Rams with Rob podcast. Good evening. What's up, Hello? boy? What's up, man? A whole bunch of nothing. Ah, uh, sport that. Dope. Yeah, yeah. I had my whole outfit on today. Ah, oh, dude, that's dope. Yeah, I was out running errands and everything. I just got back to the house. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, man. What you think about uh, our president now? <laughs> well, he ain't our president yet. He got time to get assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Hey, man, it is what it is. Uh, we had uh, George W., so I, I imagine we'll get through this. <laughs> Some more Reagan. I mean, from the looks of it, he's kind of becoming more middle. Like, he's not... Well, like, from what his uh, first hundred days look like, and then the stuff he's already backed out of, like the wall, yeah. it's more like a fence now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he played them. <laughs> yeah, but that's that the thing, though. I mean, uh, and a lot of people are saying it right now, and I, I, I firmly believe the same thing. I think he was just doing it, you know, just to see how far he would go. I don't think he had any intentions on winning. Yeah. Yeah, he, hey, he did it. <laughs> yeah, because you can tell in his face now. Because like um, when he was sitting in there um, after you won, he was just sitting there like with the oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really elected me. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? And, and, and then, like I was saying, man, I, I'm not surprised though. We had George W. was supposedly the one of the worst presidents ever, a stupid motherfucker, and they elected his ass twice. <laughs> True. So I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, it's not surprising. It's not the end of the world either. Nah. As long as he ain't got access to them damn nuke buttons, we straight. I don't know. Just running around be like, ah, I'm angry. I didn't get my Taco Bell Grande right button. You're gone, China. You're gone. (laughs) Oh, there's your pressure. Go ahead. Hit me with some more of that. You're gone. <laughs> uh, oh, since you I got cheated you. us. You created climate change. Oh, my bad. Since, what happened? Since you got us here, since I got you here on the podcast, Mister Trump, what do you feel about um the Survivor Series card that's coming up? You know, I don't really know. People are calling me. They're saying it's terrible. We need to do something. Let me book it. It's gonna be big, huge. Let me book the card. I don't know who's even on the card. <laughs> that's that sums it up. That's basically that was his whole campaign uh, in a nutshell. I, nah, but um, I don't know. It looks it looks okay to me from what I see. Uh, no titles on the line, well, except for the IC and is the cruiserweight on the line? I'm not sure. Uh, and then uh, the team. I, I like the Survivor Series team. I'm glad they uh, are being more consistent about doing stuff like that. Well, yeah, they're getting and, back to their Survivor Series roots. I mean, this is how Survivor Series yeah. usually be. It was barely title matches or anything like that, but it was um, basically the the team format, like how they're doing this year. Yeah, it, it, it used to be like every match was a team match, right? Yeah. Oh, what are they doing with the tag team? Is it like a... It's some big clusterfuck match. <laughs> like it's uh, okay. an elimination tag team thing. Yeah, because I've been watching, but I haven't really been watching. I've just been 
Yeah, I get you. I, I've been going through the same highlights thing. here, there. So, I mean, eh, it is what it is. I'm gonna watch it though this year. I, I catch all the pay per views. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I'm on the same boat with you. I mean, I'm just been doing other things, you know, podcast stuff and what other odds and ends. So I've been watching it, but I haven't been watching it. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I it, saw um uh, some clips of uh you're doing a movie or something like that. Yeah, uh, if you, that's what you want to call it. <laughs> I was I was there with some people and some cameras. Um, I think they were filming something, but yeah. <laughs> okay. It was a it was an event. It, it happened, and I happened to be there with a camera. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, dope. Well, yeah. I mean, it was an experience. It's like I was telling you, um, half of your tag team champion, uh, tied the other day. It was an experience. Oh, yeah. It was some behind-the-scenes stuff I didn't know about making movies and everything. But, you know, now I'm a little more wiser. And maybe I'll get another opportunity later and I can take my itty-bitty grain of a know-how and add to whatever come, they're trying come to in. do. My bad. I'm trying to see that somebody's knocking on the door. Uh, on um, With my uh, pops to sessions and all that stuff, so... It's just something I kind of fell over into. time. Yeah, <laughs> just fell into. I fell in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty it's, much it wasn't for the scene though. <laughs> yeah, same thing with me. Um, my pops was in the military. Some of my brothers and sisters was in the military, and other family members. So that's how I fell into it. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. But, yeah, it's like it's just one of those things you've always been around. Don't know how to react without it. Pretty much. Yeah. But, like, what made you want to grab the microphone and create your own content and not so much fall into the line of the gospel music and everything, like how your father and everything was doing? Well, um, it's actually funny because I don't know if Todd probably told you that, uh, about this, but back in the day, uh, I had uh, some boys and they was, like, really heavy into New York hip-hop and rap and stuff. And uh, before them, I kind of was like, ah, I'm not too fond of this gangster rap but they was into you know more of the conscious stuff even some gangster stuff but on the east coast where it's more lyrical content yeah instead of just killing people and uh they were heavy in the dip set and they put me <laughs> on the dip set and then uh we had like a basically it was a dip set tribute band yeah that's what he was telling me <laughs> it was basically a dip set tribute band and, and uh like one of my boys was killer cam the other dude was uh, Freaky Zeke, another dude's Jim Jones, and then for some reason I was the only person that had my own uh, like stage name. I I used to go by Black Box, <laughs> and I was like a I was like an, a a mixture of the Undertaker and like uh, like Biker Undertaker and like Kanye West or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, it's funny shit. stuff. Man, biker take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I used to have this big black jacket on. That was my thing. I used to wear all black, and I was like the dead man or whatever. Cause I like legit on some shoot stuff. Like when I was uh nine years old, I got real sick in the hospital, lungs collapsed, all that stuff. Legit died, came back. So when I came back to school, everybody's like, "Oh, he's like the Undertaker. He's like the Undertaker. You can't kill him. You can't kill him." <laughs> Also, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, it was it was wild back then. We was on some funny stuff. 
but yeah, so I got started with that with that Dipset tribute band, and then I start, you know, writing my own material, learning how to format songs, learning what bars are, sixteen bars, the chorus and hook, and all that stuff. And eventually, uh, I started getting intrigued with um, more production side because of like Kanye West, Jay Dilla, and stuff like that. Um, huge Kanye West mark growing up, like uh, Dipset. It was first I was first a Dipset mark, but then Kanye like really inspired me. I was like, oh, I really, really want to do that. I saw it through the wire while I was in Atlanta. At a Foot Locker, saw that video. I was like, "Oh man, that that's dope. I want to do that." And then from there, we get this guy. <laughs> this guy. Before we dive a little bit more into the music, you you've been doing a lot of stuff here lately, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. been super super busy. Like I can't really talk about it, but last week I did something pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That you should be hearing and seeing pretty soon, but uh, pretty major for me. I was like geeking out. I was uh, texting uh, Todd and a couple of my other boys, like, "Yo, I can't believe this happened. They won't let me take pictures. I can't even talk about this. Shit. I got to sign a gag order. This is crazy." Oh, okay. <laughs> it's freaking out, but uh, yeah. Um, and besides that, you know, really pushing my own brand and uh, you know, trying to work the song that I do. I I do have out now, bless you. You've probably heard it. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> I think I might have heard it once or twice. Yeah, we shot the video for that actually for uh the night before my wedding. You should be seeing that soon too. Yeah. But, that's another thing. You just recently got married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, check it out, check it out. Oh, you got some bling. Bling bling. I'm surprised it's not shaped like a wrestling belt. Man. I should have really did that. <laughs> Thanks for telling me now, man. Hey, man, you, you you ready to upgrade too? You, you woman just don't get an upgrade. You get an upgrade too. I might I might have to get the uh the big gold belt. Oh yeah. For my just be like, blow. <laughs> World champion. Nah, I'm getting the belt. I'm getting. I don't want the replica though. I want the like legit thing though. Yeah, I mean, that's what I got. I got the um, replica when I went to WrestleMania 31. And, man, I mean, it's it's just like it. It's heavy, and it's you got to clean it. It's, it's, it. The plates come out. It's cool. and It's expensive as hell, too, huh? Yeah. I mean, uh, lucky Miss B-Rob was gracious enough to let me get it on my birthday. So I appreciate her for that. But, oh, joke. Yeah, man. I mean, I was walking back and forth in front of it for like 20 minutes. I was like, man. I was like, let me see it. Let me hold it real quick. I was like, man, this is cool as fuck. You know, all right, then I put it back. Then I go walk around some more. Then I come back. I was like, man, let me see it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I called okay. or whatever, and I kind of daggone, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I begged a little bit. You know, I, I kind of didn't want to get it, but I knew I wanted to get it. But she let me have it because it was my birthday. And I was like, yay. Which one? You got the uh, the current? Yeah, uh, I got the current one. Dumb. Oh, okay. Dope, dope. That was dope, too. I really like that model, too. Look, you hear in the background, she said he begged a lot. <laughs> <laughs> got to, man. That's, it's worth it, though. Yeah, man. But, I mean, how, what, what was that experience like for you? Was that your first music video you ever shot, or is it one of many? Uh, 
this is like one of many, but I think this one is probably the best one we've shot. Uh, Todd came up with the idea, so I know it's like, you know, better than anything I could come up with because, you know, he really <laughs> does that. Me, I'm just some rapper. Yo, we should have like a train going to the canyon, and then when it comes out, it should explode and stuff. We just don't have a budget for it. <laughs> nah, Man. But, uh, we were actually at a Frank Sinatra's house for the wedding. So the night before, I didn't do a, a bachelor's party. So I was like, nah, uh, let's just chill there. And then Ty was like, well, why don't we shoot the video for Bless You? I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's do it. What do you think? And he's like, oh, we should do the rat, whole Rat Pack thing since we at Frank's house. Yeah, I think it's going to come out pretty good. Uh yeah, it's dope. <laughs> yeah, I seen a couple of pictures from that that was on uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I just recently deleted the. <laughs> wow. I kind of do. I I don't know. It, I think it's. I think I have a uh, OCDC or something like. When I look at my uh, Instagram, uh, the grid. Yeah. When I look at it all together, sometimes things just don't look. I. Yeah. I had to delete it. It didn't look right because <laughs> I, I went to school for graphic design. And so, like, I look at stuff like, ah, nah, that's not it. That color is a little that it has no rhythm or flow, no balance to it. So I like delete everything and start over. It's probably like six pictures left on my Instagram right now. Yeah, because I, I know I noticed like because um, you run the wrestling junkies page on Instagram. Yeah. And um, you what I've noticed more so recently, because I mean, I heard you do a couple of the podcasts and you kind of, you know, opened up to like your, your methods behind the madness, especially when you did the um, podcast with the wrestling classic. So what I notice now is like, whenever you post your pictures, it's not just, I mean, you might have like a little, you know, I'm doing this today and you'll throw a picture up there, you know, like normal. But what I've noticed is, is a theme to it. Like maybe it'll just be the next six pictures will be, just people holding title belts or a certain title belt. Yeah, or yeah. The background will all be blue, or the background will all be red. Uh, you know, or it'll be one particular yeah. character or some <laughs> shit like that. So I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Compulsiveness, man. <laughs> I go crazy some days. Like I'm trying not to do that all the time, though. But you know, every now and then I'll just have like a bunch of pictures with the because like that day I just grab a bunch of pictures with that same you know theme and just. Oh yeah, that looks good, and I'm, and my anxiety would just go down. I was like, ah, see, it's, it looks beautiful. Just leave it alone now. <laughs> yeah, I know. After you saying, hearing you talk about stuff like that or whatever, I wanted to mess with you. I was be like, hey man, one of your tiles is off. <laughs> <laughs> I come back on there, the wrestling junkies page be took down. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> just totally wiped out. You know, it's weird. Like I noticed, I feel like I post a lot on that page but like i look at the ratio of what i post compared to other uh you know wrestling pages i post very little yes because <laughs> um <laughs> you, you're not like the only one that i follow is like you um i think it's wrestling obsession and just a couple other ones that pop up on a popular page like the wrestling classic and all kind of stuff like that and they it seemed like they posting like every three four minutes <laughs> yeah i was like dang I need a post for it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's like now, because, like, for people like us that have podcasts and everything, 
the um, Instagram allow us to look at analytics and everything. See when people look at oh, yeah. stuff, you know, at certain hours of the day, so we can better tailor our posts for our audience. So I'm looking at some exactly. of that stuff, and, <laughs> and I noticed like, because I post one at least one every day, one because um, I got this thing after I got out of the military. I was going to take one picture of me every day for however long that I try to keep up with it. That's why whenever you look on my Instagram, it'll be like day one, like today is 137. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So I said I'm going to do that every day for as long as I want to keep up with it. But that's the only one thing that I have to post every day. But other than that, I'll maybe post like maybe three pictures throughout the day. And I can see the difference between just posting those three pictures Versus maybe if I do like I major busy and I post like five, I can see like a big difference because I don't know why. I guess people like to see pictures. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, he's he's doing stuff. He's constantly posting. So let me follow him some more. Let's get more followers on this train right here. Yeah, but what have you ever noticed this though? I mean, because I mean, you got like Buku way more followers than I do. I got like four hundred five. You got like ten thousand fifty two seventy one. <laughs> Man, I can't even keep up. Like it goes down and up, down and up every day. Because I'll say something, piss somebody off, and they'll be like, "You know what? Bye, unfollowed." <laughs> like, oh man, especially during the election, because I was like just bidding lists. Like, man, this election sucks. And the, like this one dude got mad. He's like, "Man, this is a Trump hating page. I'm I'm unfollowing you." <laughs> I'm like, what? I feel like whatever. All right. <laughs> feel like bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, um, damn, I forgot where I was gonna go. But uh, oh, you talking about some about followers? My bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn, like people that's trying to try really hard to get you to follow them back. Cause I had a couple instances oh, yeah. to where I have somebody follow me and I'm like, okay, this ain't nothing I really want on my feed all the goddamn time. So I'm not going to follow you back, but I'll go on and like some of their pictures or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I see this person like maybe a couple days later, follow me again. I was like, wait a minute. Did you unfollow me to refollow <laughs> me again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine it'd be like it's... hella crazy for you with like over 10,000 people following your stuff. Yeah, surprisingly, it's it's with. Have you noticed? All right, so like I have ten thousand, but uh, I average the most I'll get is probably a hundred likes. Yeah, is is that weird to you? No, it's not weird at all because like on let's say Twitter, it's just all kind of social media accounts like Twitter. On the show page, I have over, what, I think 1,500 maybe followers. And, um, you know, I have the same ones that I might interact with, other podcasts that I interact with every day just about. But, like, if I go on Twitter and I post a poll because I want some genuine feedback about the podcast or maybe some products I want to put out or something, only one or two people will damn (laughs) say something, you know, actually use a damn poll. I'm like... It's a th- over a thousand of you. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, that 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 bugs me too. <laughs> because I mean, I, I really like Twitter. I mean, this is its own animal, and I mean, you, it's limited in what it can do as far as like people talking and all kind of stuff like that. Because you got the hundred and forty character cap, 
But like, exactly. I try to steer people toward the Facebook page because you can put videos, pictures, you can put a goddamn essay on there if you want to. And nobody want to go over there. <laughs> yeah, Facebook has become weird now. It's more... Uh, it's more... I don't know what to say. It's like an older crowd is on there now, so a lot of the younger crowd is leaving and if it is something you and you gotta really be careful what you post on facebook too because that's where people have the most opinions like from what i've seen yeah because that's what i'm saying because you can only post so much on twitter yeah yeah like i like instagram most out of all of those like yeah, I do too. Eh. twitter it's Twitter is weird too. Like I get depressed on Twitter some days. If you get lost in the in the uh, the rabbit hole, you keep going down. Like oh god, some crazy people on here. But Instagram seems to be the middle ground. It's not too crazy and it's not too you know boring. Yeah. Facebook is probably eh. Facebook Twitter's... is a business now. Huh? Facebook is a business now. Yeah. It's the new MySpace. <laughs> oh, so what's going? So in that vein or whatever, I mean, Facebook has transcended MySpace, has become a publicly traded company and everything. I mean, do you think anything is going to come along to knock it off the perch? Uh, if they don't keep, I mean, they keep buying all the uh hot competition, <laughs> new social, you know. I mean, they didn't get a uh, what's his name Snapchat, but then they created their own type of Snapchat through Instagram. Which yeah. they own now, mm-hmm. so I don't I I don't see Facebook going anywhere anytime soon as long as they keep acquiring their competition. Do they have? They don't have Twitter, do they? Google has Twitter, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Don't make me lie to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn. Uh, what do you think about Vine going down? Man, to me, it's been down. It's been like uh, I started getting on there 2013 around 2000 late 2014 it was done already as people start you know because instagram once again yeah incorporated videos which were longer yeah because i mean i think instagram when they first started what what in like 30 seconds yeah i mean they they didn't even have video yeah in the beginning like, no. for the longest like it was just pictures that Smart. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook is is the the apple of social media. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure that then they're gonna start opening Facebook stores and shit. You can go in there and <laughs> like things physically. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'd be weird. Hell yeah! I mean, the internet to be as a place would be weird. What if they had like an Amazon store that you can walk into and get shit? You know, I would actually like that. Yeah, and you know, I, I made that up. Cop- copyright, copyright, right now. <laughs> People would actually leave the house because I find myself. Let me buy it on Amazon. I don't feel like going to Best Buy. I mean, it's cheaper too, though. Yeah, the only but, thing is, you gotta wait. <laughs> this new the the Prime thing. Yeah, need a two day shit. It's not really new, but I just. Yeah, I just got it. Well, my old lady just got it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm working with that now. So. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I like it. I ordered some um, a cable for my camera the other day, and here it is. It's it's here now. <laughs> All right. See, take your Best Buy out of business. I don't know. I don't think Best Buy will go down. But then again, no, they're closing won't. stores down, though. Remember Circuit City? Oh, man. <laughs> man, that used to be my spot, know. man. I used to go there all what the took, damn time. What took them out? Because th- they went out around the same time Blockbuster went out. Yeah. I'm trying to see what took them out. I don't know. I mean, because um, Circuit City was here first, and then Best Buy came around, and I don't they just started slowly disappearing, man. Yes, there was one in Compton I used to always go to. It was on, like, what street was that on? It's on Compton Boulevard, downtown Compton. I used to always go there and get games and everything. And then they started having, bringing uh, game stores. Yeah, I think that was another thing, too, because at a time, um, Circuit City used to do that down. You bring games in there, and they would trade them out. And um, you can get other stuff. They did that for a little bit, but then they went away. <laughs> yeah, because uh, wait, who who did it first? Hollywood Video. They started putting game stores inside of their video stores, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was because like, they had like a little. I forgot what they call it. I think it was like the Game Zone or some crazy shit like that. Game Game Crazy. I think one of them. Game Crazy. Yeah, I don't remember, but then GameStop came along and EB Games, yeah. which I didn't know were the same thing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, EB Games, then it was EB World, then they have yeah. Babbage's. <laughs> man, Toys R Us, man, that, uh, I hope they don't go soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how you going to get all your WWE figures? <laughs> Man, Kmart. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. The, the store that sponsored John Cena. <laughs> John Cena got his own shoe now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. With those Under Armors? No, yeah, no, nah, nah, it's a Kmart shoe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he went the Shaq route. Hey, man. What shit? Shaq tried to be Jordan. What shit? Maybe... You don't have to do it. You can get tired to do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> get hey, talk to do this joint real quick. Yeah, I'm trying to update the equipment too for the audio, cause so the uh, you know, the first, cause we're like 25 episodes in, so by episode 30, I want the quality, you know, get a little more crispy. Yeah, yeah, I understand, cause that was the same thing that I went through when I first started. I think mine started to change around episode five because I, I, you know, how you got the OCD with your Instagram and everything. I had the OCD with the audio and all kind of other stuff. I was like, God damn it. What is that noise in the background? What is that sound? <laughs> and I'm asking people, I said, what do I need to do to get this shit to go away? It's like, you need to buy this. I was like, all right, all right, all right. I go buy it. And then I put it together and I'd be like, all right, how do I work this shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, like, uh, luckily, like, we had since I'm a musician, we had all everything we needed to do a podcast. Yeah. It's just like, uh, at first I didn't really take the time to, you know, mix it all in. <laughs> so first five episodes sound, well, nah, I say first three episodes sound a little crazy. So yeah. Now like, um, what do y'all use to record? You use audacity too? I used, uh, logic. Actually I use logic. 
Oh, like the rapper. Uh, but lately, I've been using, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the rapper. <laughs> nah, but it's a uh, it's a uh, music program that you can buy on the Apple Store and all that stuff. It's dope. A lot of uh, famous producers and rappers use that. Pro Tools is number one though. I have that as well, but I'm still trying to figure stuff out because they changed so much from uh, since the last time I used it. So. Yeah. It's like I think it's on uh, Pro Tools 12 right now. The last time I used it, they were at eight. <laughs> Goddamn, yeah, that's a hell of a jump. Like, yeah, like um, you said, you started out as a rapper, then you tried to get over into the production side of it. I mean, what were some of the challenges that you had um, trying to figure out all the production equipment and just the production process in general? Well, uh, for me, it was more so I didn't have the budget, so. I had to go the software route. I wanted to go the hardware route. I wanted to get an MPC because Jay Dilla and Kanye, they all had MPCs. So at first I was discouraged. And then my girl, she's my girlfriend at the time. She's my wife now. She's like, I'll just get, uh, just crack Fruity Loops and uh, get on YouTube, learn how to do it. (laughs) Exactly what I did. (laughs) Got all free. But uh, my thing was, I was more of a sample based. I wanted to be more of a sample based producer and get, you know, records and scratch and all that stuff. Yeah. So it took me about, I didn't start sampling until like 2012. So at first my beats, they were, a lot of them were dope. I did a whole project called the number 13, which you probably can't find online anymore. I probably deleted it because the sound quality, but the beats were dope. It was all original beats, no samples and stuff. But I would try to make my beats sound like they were sampled. And then once I found a tutorial on how to sample using Pro Tools, that took like a minute to learn how to do. And then uh, I finally got down to it. But uh, it was pretty easy for me because I I was taking piano lessons and uh, I knew what a bar was. I already knew how to construct a song. So it was a little easy for me to uh, transition into the beat making uh, thing. And then into a producer, which is different from a beat maker because, uh, you know, I wrote songs as well. So I, I knew how to produce myself well. And the challenge I had was I didn't know how to produce anybody else oh, okay. I got for you. the longest so they be like, oh yeah, I want to be, I want something like that. I want something like that. And then we'll like, I'll go work with them, and it's like, oh, how you get that? Hey. It's like, yeah, that works for me, and I'll do the same thing for them. It didn't work for them, you know. Yeah. So I had to learn how to, you know, uh, what is, what's the phrase I'm looking for to be more to be more uh, open minded and you know expand. You know, yeah. Just and uh, for so you know else. to be able to work with more people than just myself. Now, what was that experience like, you know, trying to produce someone for the first time? Uh, it was nerve wracking. <laughs> Cause like, uh, I, I'm a, like, I, I have OCD with, I, I'm, I don't, let me not say that. I don't have OCD medically. <laughs> I just, it's the only thing I know how to describe my issues 
But like, if something doesn't sound right, I'm like, nah, 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 and I'll spend like forever on it. They'll be like, no, nah, it's tight. I'm like, no, it's just arguments and stuff. Like, nah, it's not it. It's not it. Cause, uh, you know, when you don't go to the studio, you don't have access to engineers. Mm-hmm. You know, the sound isn't that crispy. You got to figure it out yourself how to make it sound radio quality without you know over compressing and making it sound stupid so yeah it was nerve-wracking at first uh and then i just decided i was like i'm not gonna do the engineering stuff let me just focus on (laughs) producing producing and you know once i figured out my hot spot where i work the best at who i work the best with because i can't work with everybody even to this day i can't just work with everybody uh you know the environment i'm comfortable in it's a lot of stuff that plays into it it's yeah i'm a weird person like that I, <laughs> the environment has to be all right like, i had to have a at the temperature has to be a degree above 70 um the, no it's not even like that it's just afternoon. the people that's around <laughs> it's just the people that's around to be honest uh um some people i have difficult times working with and then some people it's easy uh it's just the hardest part is just finding what sounds good with that person's voice without being a dictator about their music yeah i got you that's what it is well props to you man i said props to you because i mean i don't know i mean as a kid or whatever i mean i i I listened to a lot of music. I mean, I was way more into music back then than I am now. I mean, I like what I like now, but back then I used to be in the record store every Tuesday getting cassette tapes. And then when CDs came out, I was getting all the new CDs. And then, I mean, we started downloading stuff. I was downloading everything, anything I can get my hands on. I would look up people that would uh, put their mixes online. I would download that shit. I, I would all kind of junk. But, um... I love to listen to it so much that I, you know, I tried to do it, but my brain don't work that way. I mean, <laughs> you talk about how you got OCD with um, all your stuff and everything. It's just like, I don't have OCD, but my brain just moves faster than what I can comprehend. It's like in my head, <laughs> I can think of some, some dope ass shit, boy. I mean, I can, I'd be making millions of dollars if I can harness that shit, but damn, I try to get it from out of here to out of here into here no no not so much it don't work it don't work like that uh, <laughs> even trying to sit down and write stuff it's just like I, I i can't i don't have the capacity to do such a thing so i kind of envy the people who can do that stuff and i commend you on all your efforts <laughs> man thank you i mean it it may seem easy like but i kid you not like um i have crazy writers black i have to go through something to be able to write a good song other than that it just sounds like uh like some mixtape freestyle stuff. Yeah. It was just just a bunch of punchlines, bars, 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 bars. But like to format a really good song, like I really have, it has to be personal to me, you know, something relatable. Yeah, because like my my wife is a writer or whatever, and I'm just like, how do you do this? And she'll sit there and just be like, typey, type, 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 and it's a goddamn book or a poem or whatever the hell she's writing. I'm just like, how? How? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you that inspiration when it hits you, it hits you. Like uh, the person that I was uh, working with uh, last week, which when I thought the podcast was on yeah. Sunday, 
he he's a a a writer and and stuff like that. We were writing a song for uh somebody, and like he just had like so many songs written, and he had all the uh the examples. It was like about thirty songs he played me, and each one of like the he was writing hooks, mm-hmm. and each. I was like, man, that sounds like a hit. If if you don't give that to that person, let me get that. If you don't, <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. Like that's my weakness. I I'm not that good on hooks. Like he had like some crazy, crazy hooks in different formats, stuff I've never heard. And I was like, oh, this is tight. But yeah, man, some people they just that's just how they you know operate. That's just they got it like that. <laughs> I don't know, well, I don't know. See, that's why I think like the way I do my podcast and the format that I have. I mean, it works best for me because I don't really think about a lot of shit. So whenever I say some shit, it's it's genuine and it's and it's all mine, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the the one that I was laughing about. He was like, "Man, laughing at my pain." Uh, the the one where you told the story about how you had to go get change. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, dude. I I thought I was like, cause I was driving in my car. I thought I was like listening to some stand up, uh, stand up bit. That was awesome. Yeah, and like with that whole thing, putting that on the podcast, I wasn't gonna say shit about it because I told that same story to my wife the day it happened, and she's like, "You should put that on the podcast." I was like, "You know what? I think I will." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was hilarious, dude. And that's what I kind of try to do now with the podcast. Like I try to find something funny or something that kind of happened to me throughout the week before I record, and I try to throw a story. And then if not, I just I just ramble some shit off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> dude, I, I was cracking up. Like, see, it like when me and Todd do our podcast, it's. We try. It's funny because we we're not the most committed wrestling fans, <laughs> <laughs> but we we know like it's it's weird because we could kind of tell you what happened just based off of what we a picture that we see and we just go off of that and just ramble going for like hours like the uh what was I think two episodes ago when we were talking about uh, creating our own wrestler. Oh, yeah, the creator wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we were just shooting off the hip. Like, we, it, that was going nowhere quickly, but it worked. It worked. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, because um, Ty was on here, uh, what it was, Monday. And um, we had some of the same conversation about the podcast and everything. And I was talking about changing it up, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thinking about getting more into, uh, you know, more sports, more pop culture stuff, movies, because we, because we like so much stuff. Like, uh, we love wrestling, of course, but we love film, we love TV shows, yeah. we love. He's a big uh, basketball fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, anime. We watch like thousands of animes, like. It's just a bunch of stuff we've been, we're into, and we've been friends since like the fourth grade. You know, it's just so much other stuff we could talk about as well, besides wrestling. Yeah, like I was asking him that on when he was on. I mean, he gave me his side of it. I mean, I want you to give me your side. I mean, how did y'all come to meet and be such good friends? Uh, from what I remember, 
let me see. Because I used to be like, I'm still kind of chubby, but uh, around we around the time we became friends, I was like super chubby kid. Uh, all the dudes used to kind of pick on me, like laugh at me, tease me. I used to hang around the girls all the time. And then for some reason, me and Ty just started kicking heavy. I don't know if, what exactly, what exact day it was, but it was probably around the sixth grade. I started going over to his house. He'd come over to my house and all that stuff. And we would, uh, like write comic books together and i used to draw them and stuff like that and uh talk about dragon ball z uh wrestling uh and then like fast forward to probably let me see the ninth grade it was dipset <laughs> talk about <laughs> that and then when kanye came out we was freaking out like over the late registration album mm-hmm. he would he would burn his all the music he would get offline. He had iTunes and stuff. I didn't know about that. I didn't have the internet till like 2007. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, one prominent moment I do remember is uh, his family uh, took. Well, it was just me and him, and uh, it was my first movie that I've ever been to the movie theater. So I was like really sheltered kid. And uh, his family like uh, paid for me and him to go to see uh, Spider Man too. Oh snap! <laughs> and I and I didn't have proper you know theater etiquette because I'm used to just watching from home. And like, there's a scene where uh, somebody robbed a pizza. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Spider Man grabbed the pizza and he left it somewhere. And I was like, hold up, hold up! You left the pizza. You left the pizza, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we've been kicking it tight since like. I say the, we were always cool. Like he, you know, fourth grade all the way to even now. You know, we've always been like super tight. So yeah. So I mean, like, um, I know it was a period in time to where you saying he left and went to college or whatever. I mean, what was that like for you? you know I mean, you lost your buddy, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was out here. Uh, I, during that point, I was probably like feeling really, like kind of depressed because I didn't go off to college. I went to Elko, which is a uh, JC. Nothing wrong with JCs, but you know, it like uh, I just felt like in my culture, people would look down upon that. Mm-hmm. But nobody really gave a fuck. <laughs> to be honest, it was all in my head. Uh, I was out here, you know, doing my graphic design stuff. I wasn't really rapping as much as I was. I kind of stopped rapping until like 2011. And uh, yeah, I was I was just chilling out here, hanging with uh, some other, you know, high school friends. Uh, like the guy who, um, for instance, that you asked about on my Instagram, who's taking the pictures, like uh, Photo Life Seven. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to give out his government. <laughs> hanging with him, uh, I start hanging out with uh, uh, my other homeboy who I do a uh, court of wolves with. Uh, we call him J.K. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know who he is. I um, retweet some of my stuff on Twitter sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I was. I mean, it was it was kind of like he never left though, because when he came back, it was like we just started. He shot that orange juice video one summer. <laughs> I forgot. And and now the other dude who's in it, that's who the photographer is, Photo Life 7. Oh, okay. That's he's the photographer now. But uh 
Yeah, like and his his uh younger brother was always out here. Uh the intern, which we call him on the podcast. Uh his family's always checked up on me and all that stuff. So I mean he's still you know, he still had his presence out here. I would call him every now and then. And that that's about it. But you know, we was, I was just chilling in my feelings. <laughs> just depressed, like, man, everybody's looking down on me. I don't have a car. I don't have a job. I'm going to JC. <laughs> just, it's like nobody cared. Just like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> now, um, whenever he came back or whatever, is that when y'all started, um, well, I, you started the Wrestling Junkies after he came back or? Oh, yeah, that was like years after he came back. I didn't start that till the end i think oh i have the exact date december 9th because it's on your instagram page (laughs) yeah december 9th 2013 i started that nobody knew i just did it because i was bored at work i hated my job at the time i was like in my once again the old lady she's like oh just because i um i was posting wrestling stuff on my normal page and you know, she's like, "That's kind of weird. Just uh, make a a reg a page for that and leave that off of your regular Instagram." It's, you know, not everybody's into wrestling. It's, it makes you look weird, and you're a rapper. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, shoot." And I just made wrestling junkies. She gave me the name for it. Um, I didn't tell anybody because I thought it was weird. <laughs> and uh, one night, uh, myself. Todd, um, my wife was there, and another one of our friends was there, and then uh, we were just walking around, and uh, he was like, oh, man, have you followed uh, this page called Wrestling Junkies? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. He's like, dude, what the hell? Let's do something with it. Let's do something. <laughs> and then we uh, we started doing little silly videos. We didn't really stay consistent. I kept doing the page, but then like uh, WrestleMania, this past WrestleMania this year, he's like, oh, let's just do a podcast. And we uh, started that podcast. You know, he came up with some cool ideas, stuff to talk about. I didn't know nothing about podcasts like that. And I started listening to podcasts. Yeah. Just based off of that. So, and then somehow we made it to the new and noteworthy yeah, I don't know how the hell we got there. Yeah, because <laughs> but... I remember seeing that and um, contacting one of y'all and letting y'all know that y'all was on there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would. Yeah, I love this podcast stuff, man. Like, open the world up, like my eyes. Period to like new people. That's how you know we came in contact. Uh, Wrestling classic. I was always in contact with him through the Instagram, but then he's like, oh, let me post uh, y'all podcast on my uh, website. It's like, oh, hell yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then we start talking to him more. You know, this is pretty cool. You meet a lot of cool people through this, uh, this, uh, what is it? It's like a, it's a community. <laughs> yeah, this community. There you go. <laughs> this community. Yeah. Uh, Wrestling Classic was supposed to be on here, but uh, he had some other plans. <laughs> okay yeah he's kind of hard to like pin down because he's like super busy he has a job and he's doing the the whole classic thing yeah but i mean like props to that dude man because i mean I yeah mean, props to you props to everybody man who can take something that they like 
and make it into something they love, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he really, like, he's the Monopoly on Instagram right now. Like, he's the... I think he has the most followers out of all of us. Yeah. Out of the whole... Like IGIWC. Yeah, like 300 and something thousand. <laughs> yeah, and he's followed by some, like, real wrestlers like the rock follows him bret hart follows him shit bret hart was wearing uh, his damn shirt wasn't he yeah i was like oh shit i know this guy this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> you think um does he have a podcast or anything like that or does he have a desire to start one yeah he has a podcast he doesn't uh post as much though because that's not you know the main thing he's yeah. focused on i don't think but uh the yeah, he has a classic wrestling classic one, and then there's a uh, another one he has with his friend called Starship Pain, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. I think I heard of that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Meeting that guy, meeting you know everybody through this community. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because like um, through podcasting, I think as of late. Um, I have other podcasts. I mean, they doing like little side things like for YouTube and all kind of stuff. I had like one dude hit me up, uh, yesterday, asked me to do some voiceover stuff for a skit that he doing. So I'm like, I like, Hey, uh, all right, <laughs> I'll do that shit. <laughs> oh yeah. That's dope. <laughs> so shit. If you ever listening to this podcast, I, 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 I'm gonna get it done. I haven't started yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. But, oh man! But as far as the um, podcast, I mean, I mean, you're wrestling fans, but you're saying you're not wrestling fans to the extent of where you can sustain a podcast solely based on professional wrestling. Oh no, we could do it. We could do it. It's just you don't want to do. It. We don't. <laughs> no, I mean, we want to do it. Wrestling is always going to be the main theme, but. Uh, it's just there's so much other stuff that we could talk about and entertain people with as well too. You know, it's like a we want to uh, you know, reach show. out, reach out, you know, to other fan bases and all the good I, stuff. Yeah, that's the same thing. Now. And, and then, and then, oh, go ahead. No, that's the same thing that I brought up to Tide. I was like, I don't think you should stop doing the wrestling junkies because i mean you kind of got like a name built up around it i was saying maybe i can do a separate podcast just for that and keep the wrestling junkies intact or i mean you just combine the two and make one big mash up i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean i'm thinking like we could keep the same name have wrestling be the main you know, event of the whole podcast, and then we could also talk about pop culture. But I kind of noticed wrestling fans are very, very picky. Like, yeah. it's like, where the hell is the where the hell is the wrestling, dude? Where the hell? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how we are. I mean, because like, so, um, that's kind of how I am. That's why I listen, listen, listen. Listening to a wrestling podcast because it's like times to where I don't watch the actual product. 
And it's uh, kind of like how you were saying earlier. I mean, I listen to y'all talk about it, and it, it kind of paints the picture for me, and I can put it together in my mind how it went down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, that's why we got to start watching Raw weekly. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if Todd told you this story, but, like, probably back in 2013, we used to try to watch Raw faithfully, and we'll be there asleep on the couch, <laughs> on Todd's couch, watching Raw, like, just knocked out. When uh, Punk was still around, so yeah, yeah, like 2013 when he had the the year rain. Yeah, so it was like 2012, 2013. We be knocked out, dude. That took a toll on us, so it's kind of hard. <laughs> and then we got busy lives now and all that good stuff. Yeah, I can understand that because it's just like um, I was telling him, I was like, man, I love wrestling. But I don't love it to the extent to where I can sit there and sit, try to analyze it on a weekly basis to, like, take notes, look up rumors, listen for the spoilers, and all kind of stuff like that. I feel, you know, me doing all that extra digging and research on it is going to take me out of what I really like about it, which is the goddamn wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So we get, we probably give a weird perspective. That's probably how we got on the uh, new and noteworthy so fast because we, it's like we're – outsiders in a way we're fans but we i don't know <laughs> and we don't we don't uh read the the dirt sheets or anything like that so yeah i mean i don't either i mean i don't want no spoilers i mean it's the same thing with movies i don't read shit into the movies i barely watch the trailers now because when i go to the movie i want to be surprised exactly so yeah it, oh go ahead now um one of your songs on, uh, I think it was a EP release called Melancholy, right? Yeah. Uh, Melancholy. Pyramids. You said you had a story behind that. It said it took you almost a year to make, right? Yeah, dude. It was a year of hell. <laughs> Come on, break it down. I want to hear about it. All right. So originally the beat itself was different. I had a different beat in mind i didn't make the beat yet but i had the like first 16 bars in the chorus already you know in my head and all that good stuff trying to find a good good beat and then i find that james blake sample actually um the dude on bless you Mm -hmm. he's the one who put me on james blake and i found that sample and i chopped it up put the drums over it, recorded the first verse in the, in the chorus, started writing the second verse. Then out of nowhere, my computer shuts down. I had a uh, Windows shut down. No money, though. So, like, that whole year, I, was, I couldn't pay for studio time, couldn't pay to repair my computer, anything. Finally got it repaired, like, about... Three months later, couldn't open Pro Tools. Pro Tools would not work on my computer any longer. Couldn't the inbox wouldn't work. Anything, nothing would work. Try to install it, reinstall it, you know, uninstall it, all that good stuff. Nothing would work. Depressed as hell, getting pissed off. <laughs> uh, couldn't get the song done. And I'm telling people, oh, I got this song. It's so dope. Nobody could hear it. Uh, and the funny thing about it is like 
there was I probably shouldn't tell you this part, but ah, what the hell? Uh, like a singer, gospel singer, Mally Music was supposed to be on that song, yeah, as well, but that didn't happen because I don't know why. Like he said, I think he said he lost the files too, or something like oh, that. Man. He recorded it, and he lost the files. So, but yeah, that song you'll never hear that. So technically it never existed so whatever so um i decided to get a mac i'm like f it i'm gonna get the the mac mini so in between that uh time i got a job the one that uh i didn't like when i was uh started (laughs) wrestling junkies got a job saved up got a mac mini and uh i bought logic got logic Finally recorded the song, finished the song. Now I had to find somebody to mix and master it. <laughs> Sent it uh, to one of my engineer friends. Uh, I didn't have any money, so you know how that goes. Yeah. When people don't get paid for some, for something, they don't prioritize prioritize it, which is fine. It's fair. So I waited on him for like two months, and then uh, my boy D Rock. I end up discovering him through I don't think it was uh Instagram actually. He hit me up for some artwork cuz I'm a graphic designer as well. And then I found I don't know how I found out that he did No, no, no. I found out he did music cuz I did the artwork for his first album. And then I asked him who mixed it. He said he did it. Met up with him, gave him the files. <laughs> <laughs> terrible and then after that i had writer's block dude (laughs) couldn't couldn't finish the last verse couldn't figure out the last verse he mixing that part so it took another month or two to come up with the last verse did that sent it back to him and then he sent it back and then uh i was like i want to release this on itunes and then he was telling me, you got to get that mastered. So I had to go online, find an engineer that knew how to master it. Took a minute. <laughs> finally finally got it mastered. Then I started telling people, y'all, I'm going to release this on iTunes. People I know, they's like, ah, you shouldn't. You don't have a fan base. Nobody knows who you are. Who's going to buy it? Your friend's going to buy it. Blah, 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 whatever. You know, stuff I'm still hearing to this day, by yeah. the way. Like, but, uh, so I just do it perform it live all that good stuff oh and you know the funny thing when i performed it live the musicians uh that i was performing at the venue they give you musicians to musicians to perform with you they said they they couldn't play it because it was sampled they didn't know the key i'm like y'all went to school for this didn't y'all y'all know how to, how to show them the key and all that stuff but yeah so it was a lot of drama behind that song so uh, i mean i thought it was gonna blow up but of course it didn't. I didn't know how to, uh, you know, promote back then. You know, so, and that's the story behind that song. And that ended up being the theme because Melancholy went through different phases. I know it's an EP, it's only seven songs, but originally it was supposed to be like a 13 album song. I had that much songs and it was going to be called Digital Pyramids, the album. And then a lot of other stuff happened. I ended up 
chopping it down to those seven songs, calling it melancholy. The EP. Bullshit. You, you out of breath? Stressful, right? <laughs> you out of breath. He was just like, well, let me tell you about it. <gasps> yeah, but man. You, man. What, from from the I don't even remember how I stumbled across it. I, yeah, no, I do remember. Um, bless you, of course. Um, I looked it up on iTunes, and then I just um I downloaded it, and then when um another day I wanted to listen to it, I went back into iTunes and um I put your name instead of the the name of the song, and the album popped up, and I was like, oh shit, he had a whole another EP up here I didn't even know about. So I downloaded it, and that goddamn Pyramid song came on. And I was like, dog, this is fucking dope. This is one of the dopest things I ever heard in a while. <laughs> this is way better than that stupid-ass Uzi Vert and all this other bullshit I'm hearing right now. <laughs> Man, thank you. And that song that song was recorded 2012. That's when I started working on it, 2012, and didn't finish it till 2014. Hey man, it it had to come that way. It had you had to go through all that for you to produce such a a great track, dude. Because it's it's real good. I like it a lot. Man, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, because when I die, I want to be buried inside a pyramid. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like uh, man, a lot of those songs have crazy stories too. Uh, like. Uh, like the the uh, I don't know if you heard the autophobia song. Yeah, the I, me myself and I. Oh yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that those verses I wrote in 2010. Yeah, 2010. I wrote no 2009. Yeah, December 2009 is when I wrote those verses. Both of those verses. So like. A lot of that stuff is really, really old and like me just freshman in college. So not bragging, <laughs> not going to toot my whole horn, <laughs> toot, but toot. if you think that's tight, <laughs> if you think that's tight. <laughs> Wait till you can hear this new shit. My, yeah. And I'm, I'm working on some new stuff right now as well. So you'll hear. <laughs> now, um. With you now in your current state of mind and your, you know, you still cultivating your style and everything. I mean, if it ever came to a point to where somebody backed you and gave you the, you know, the funds to do it however you wanted, would you go back and redo those uh, seven songs on that EP, or would you just leave them as they are? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know if I got that opportunity, I'll probably only. I feel like her will probably be the only song that'll last out of all those that could still be considered timeless. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, but that's just my perspective. You probably have a different. Well, I mean, I like point. it. I, I think it's, I think everything on there is fine the way it is. Yeah. So I'll probably definitely reuse her if I were to do it like uh, you know album with a major label. I'll probably that'll probably be the only song I'll reuse. Man. But then again, I don't know. Yeah. Man, I would definitely reuse pyramids, though. That batch. Really? Yeah, I, I would definitely. I, I like that one a lot. You know, and I'm since I'm an honest person and I, I, I try not to lie to people, uh, you hear me say try. Uh, try. 
uh, I, I'm be full, full and up front with you, dog. You can look at me in the face in the camera. I'm gonna look at you because the screen is up here, but my camera's down here. So I'm gonna look at you in your face. I like pyramids more than I like bless you. Oh, that's real. <laughs> so, I mean, I like them both, but I like that one more. <laughs> Huh. So what what elements of that song do you like more? Is it the lyrics or is it is it more in depth for I just, you I just, or I just, is it the I just beat? Like, well, I just like how it all kind of flow together. I mean, when it, the opening, the way it opens up, I mean, the very first time I heard it, and um it was, you know, it was kind of slow to, to you know get started or whatever, and I was just like, what is this? What's going on? He ain't talking about blessing me on here. What is this? <laughs> and then, you know, you come in when I die, bury me inside a pyramid. I was like, oh man, it's kind of like the Kanye shit, the old um, like fucking what was his first CD? Graduate? Um, not graduation. Um, late. Uh, wait. Uh, college dropout. College dropout. It kind of reminded me of that in a way, and I used to jam that CD heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then talking to you a little bit, I know Kanye was one of your influences or whatever. So I was like, oh, shit, you know, I kind of was putting the two things together. I was like, all right, that's dope. That's dope. I like that. And then the beat came in, and especially in my van with my my high-quality speakers, all the bass was just booming all around me and everything. So I was like, that that put me in my zone. I was like, oh, this is cool, man. Ah, that's dope, man. I'm glad you got a good experience out of that song. That's dope. Yeah, I was like, I was listening to it the other day when I came from Walmart because you know that's why I hang out. And damn, um, I was just riding, and I had to. I hadn't did this in a long time. I think the last time that I I could really remember doing something like this, to, you know, while listening to music, I let the damn windows down, turn the music up, and I was just letting the breeze hit me in the face while I was jamming the music. I think it was a uh, first of the month with Bone Thugs and Harmony. And now when I, you know, was re-listening to this one, the pyramids or whatever, I mean, I felt that same way. I was sitting at the stoplight. I was like, man, let me roll down the windows, turn the music up. And I was just sitting there jamming. I was like, man, this shit is dope, bro. Huh, that's that's why the, the plays went up on that song. Because <laughs> I noticed, like, sometimes uh, different songs, the plays would go up, like, when people discover my other songs like that bless you like right now because i'm still working on promoting that song and then like out of nowhere her will jump up like a couple hundred plays mm-hmm. visual pyramids like jumped up like about 50 <laughs> oh, i know like about you know what out of that 50 i'm thinking about like 45 of them <laughs> oh man thank you dude yeah man thank that- you and, and you know it's a little bit beyond the music man because i mean you, you cool people bro and now i'm me personally, I, like anybody that I know, whether it be through podcasts and all, you know, real life shit, man, I, I try to show them support any kind of way that I can. So, I mean, that's just me, you know, extending that support to you. You know, you putting your creativity out there for all of us to enjoy. And, I, you know, I appreciate you for doing that. Oh, man, what happened? Froze up a little bit. Oh, man. See, I just came up here and I I, I just spouted some poetry and everything, and you ain't even hit. <laughs> nah, oh man, you gonna it wait to the podcast over up. now? <laughs> yep, man. I said you gonna have to listen back to the podcast when I damn put it out to hear what I said. Man, I was up here, I was kind of tearing uh, up a little bit and everything. I was speaking from the soul, and you ain't even hear shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm going to definitely listen back. 
Yeah, I, man, it's, it's it's hard. I'm one of those weird people that don't like to listen back to my stuff. Either. I'm going to listen to this one back, though. But I, because I just did a radio interview and they just put out the archive like that I did like a month or two ago, and I'm like, I, I can't listen to it. And my wife start playing. I was like, ah, stop! Don't, don't, don't play that in front of me, man. Well, I mean, I always like after I put the like this one ain't gonna come out right away because I got some other ones ahead of this one. But when I do put this one exactly, that would be probably like the next time that I listen to it when I actually put my spin on it and get ready to upload it. And then um, after it's actually uploaded and out for everybody to listen, I'll go probably back and listen to it once again just to listen for errors and everything like that. Oh, yeah. I have that problem. And I'm doing uh, the Junkies podcast. Man, it'll be sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be sometimes to where damn. Uh oh. Uh no, we're losing connection. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's that's better. I had it on. You know how they have like uh, with Time Warner, it's like uh, one Wi-Fi will have five G, and then the other Wi-Fi is normal. Like I had it on the five G for some reason. It's probably why it's breaking up. Yeah, I damn. I learned my lesson, especially because I like to play online video games or whatever. I just plugged that motherfucker right into the router. The router sitting next to me right now. I'm, I got my hand on it. <laughs> Yeah, my router's way in the living room. Yeah, man, I, I went on Amazon like a, when we moved to this house, and I bought the longest freaking Ethernet cord that I could find. I said, I don't care what we put in this motherfucker. We going to wire this goddamn laptop, damn it. Huh, that's what I should do. I, yeah, because I have, like, major problems with that a lot when we were doing the uh, Skype podcast, because sometimes we're not able to make it to each other's house, so we'll go over Skype. On the uh, wrestling junkies, but yes. um, but if you do get you a Cat Six uh, flat um, Ethernet cable, you can get um, over a hundred feet on Amazon for I think less than ten bucks. Oh, that's dope! Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that. <laughs> yeah, you just run that bitch up under the carpet somewhere, <laughs> plug it right on in. Yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, man. So let it be known. I like pyramids more than I like bless you, but I like them both. I just like pyramids <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> man, that's dope. Thanks. Though. It's both my songs. So what I'm gonna do, get back? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but with uh, with bless you, that song was a little more spur of the moment. I was more, you know, relaxed and no, nah, I was turned up. I was like. <laughs> It is situ a funny situation happened. I was more it was more spur of the moment. I don't know if Todd, Todd told you the story. We don't say that for another podcast. No, you didn't tell me. Yeah, well, we, no, nah, we I don't want it. to talk about it because right, it's, it. it's still an open, uh, open. Uh, okay, yeah, the wounds are still open. They're still <laughs> fresh. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean. As far as your music, your podcast, um, your producing and everything, where do you see yourself in the next two years, homeboy? Or where would you like to be in the next two years? Two years, man, I'm trying to have a – I'm trying to be in the freshman 10 by next year. I'm trying to have a Grammy in two years. Like, I, don't, I mean, I know it sounds crazy and, you know, I dream pretty big, but, like, those are the goals I set 
for myself. So, you know, if I fall short, you know, I'm falling pretty, you know, in a comfy spot. Yeah. You know, but like realistically, freshman 10. And I won't embarrass y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep it hip hop, uh, you know, Grammys and stuff like that. Or at least be producing on a Grammy nominated album. If not anything, because, you know, it could go either way because I produce and I rap. So, yeah. And then, then as I, long as I get somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, I can see it, man. I mean, as hectic as a time that you said you went through with that EP. I mean, I thought it was dope, man. I thought it was real good. It, it's, it had a big studio feel to me, at least. I mean, I, I'm not a pro at uh, assessing music and all kind of stuff like that, but it sounded dope to me. So. There you go. <laughs> Man, thank you. Yeah, well, I'm going to just tell you, like, I'm even with the uh, discouragement <laughs> from, uh, you know, management and peers and all that, um, I'm a, I'm about to do either another EP or, uh, you know, a full album. I, I really want to – I like doing projects, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Do what you like. It doesn't fucking matter what nobody else talking about. Yeah, um, it's just the business part. Oh, you don't have a big enough fan base. All that good stuff. You know, it's true, but you know, like for me, I'm I'm it sounds weird, but I'm a fan of my own music. So like it's it's cool that, you know, other people like it, but it's like I'm doing it to, you know, please my ears. I'm like, oh I, I wish I had some sound like you should see me in the studio. When you're out in Cali, come to the studio with, with me. You'll see the experience is fun. And, yeah. well, there you go. and that's the thing, dude. That that that's it right there. It doesn't matter what everybody else says. I mean, as long as you please yourself, you're good. Yeah, it's like you're taking off in music. Skin off. Ah! <laughs> I said this for me. Fuck you. Ah. <laughs> Like your couch. Like your couch. Oh, man. Which, uh, I don't know if you seen it last night, but he was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, I, man, I watched it uh, this morning, actually. I woke up like around 6 because I just got my wedding photos back in. And I uh, I was like, oh, Chappelle was on. That's right. That and I popped it on. <laughs> I popped that joint on. That shit was hilarious, especially the... Uh, the Walking Dead parody with Negan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was real good, man. He, he, he said it himself. He's like, it's a comeback. It's something he wanted to do. So uh, hopefully he come out with some more content because I, I enjoy that dude. Man, Kevin Hart about to, about to get dethroned if he come back. I mean, probably not. It's a different time. But, I don't know. Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. but Chappelle is the one. <laughs> yeah, man. I wouldn't mind seeing them um, do a project together. Yeah, that would be... Oh, man. Dude, man, if Eddie Murphy came back, too. Oh, man, that's... I don't know. We asking for a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, it gotta happen. Eddie Murphy gotta come back. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, and Dave Chappelle with Kevin Hart. Hell, throw Cat Williams in it. If he can damn get his head out of his ass, yeah, throw Cat Williams in there. <laughs> yeah, I was just watching some of his stand up. That's another thing I've like I really I don't have a passion for it, but I really enjoy his stand up. Like I'll sit here and watch 
a couple of uh like because i was off friday and i watched like three in a row comedy specials i really love those those are yeah I'm a, spe- yeah yeah i'm gonna try to get back into those because i mean there's not too many people that i really you know listen to now i mean i know i had comics on the show i had a uh, josh o from the this is josh o podcast and i had um s anthony Thompson. Thomas, S. Anthony Thomas on here, and they some funny cats just to sit there and talk with them. I can imagine how crazy they stand up is. So I mean, it's it's something I'm gonna have to get back into because I mean they was cracking me up on the podcast, dog. I mean like tears in my eyes laughing. <laughs> I bet. And Question though, well, is that something that you're interested in? Man, let me tell you. Like I said, I, I, I've been a silly dude my whole life, and I do enjoy making people laugh. I, my, my printer is possessed. It's <laughs> <laughs> going off. Yeah. Doing this whole thing, huh? And I, I do enjoy making people laugh, man, even if, uh, you know, just at the stupidest shit. I mean, Miss B-Rob can tell you, I mean... I do. I do. I, I, I am the antithesis now of the dad joke. You know, I, I do some corny shit, but she laughs. So I guess it's a thing. But uh, I've been told many times, even in the military and high school, whatever, just like, dog, you should do some stand up or something like that. I was like, ah, nah. I mean, like with the story that you was talking about, um, about the change and everything. See, I could speak to life experiences. I have no problem doing that. But to me, to sit there and actually try to write something down, uh, it, it, I can't do it. Because um, I used to teach at the, um, the schoolhouse when I was in the military. Like, I'm transportation is my trade in the military. Well, it was. And I went to the schoolhouse to train new, rec- new students in transportation. So I had to get up in front of people and talk and teach. And... That was one of the things that would damn really get to me in the beginning because I would be so nervous to just sit there and read stuff, you know, to like have a script per se. Because, yeah. you know, I would fuck it up. And damn, like I try to read too fast and my mind can process and I'm stumbling over words and I'm jacking the shit up. But once, you know, I went over the material enough and I kind of like, pulled from my own life experiences in the transportation field like if we're talking about um having a flat tire and how to change it oh i remember this one time that i had this flat tire blah 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 blah, and i would go into a story about changing the tire and how how it got flat and all kind of stuff like that i could do that but to sit there and be like well then you take form a and you put it in the (laughs) diaphragm b and then you take the hypotenuse of square root of 12 and nah (laughs) (laughs) Man. But I don't know. I, I, nah, I, feel it, you. I heard people say it, but it never really crossed my mind. Because, like, even doing the podcast, I can essentially sit here and do stand-up in the podcast format. But I don't know. I guess it, I feel like it would be too much work. I'd just rather turn the record button on, say what the fuck I got to say, edit it, put it out. Instead of, damn, sitting here, well, let's see. Uh, what's current in um, the world today, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, let's write a bit about Donald Trump. Okay, what's it? What else? Hillary Clinton. Uh, let's talk about her too. Um, what else? Uh, no, no, no. See, fuck that. I just turn the mic on. Whatever popping this scatterbrain box up here. 
it, it will hit the microphone and that's what it is. Like, um, just from uh, my experience with, uh, you know, like, you know, because in high school I used to freestyle battle. What I used to do is I used to uh, have notes on everybody in the school. Oh, like if they did something silly, okay, I'd have a note. <laughs> I'd write a note, a dot, like pinpoint. Uh, like there's this guy named uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but there's this guy. He was like the most popular guy in this. Uh, yeah, he was the most. He was like the star basketball player. And he blew it for the school. We lost our championship because he missed two free throws. I wrote that down, and he tried to challenge me one day. I, I didn't have a rhyme for it, but, but like when that. he challenged me, I had it just right there. I remembered that note, and I said something about like he think he had he not his whole life revolves around two things, two things, two shots, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Like, I mean, you could, I think you're the type where you could just take a note, like, oh, that was pretty funny, and then just go on stage and remember it and deliver it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what I can use this to do. We can experiment with this on this level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Experiment. There you go. How how about that? I'll try that out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because even even then, because like, um, with um like some of the guests like how you come on here or whatever i just kind of play off of y'all man i have a couple blanket questions that i might have because like with the guest on here i don't prep nothing i don't take notes i just just genuine curiosity for me you know it's just like all right well you do music well what don't i know about the music industry and stuff like that well let me ask him because he has some kind of affiliation with it so pretty much what you give me is just like what i'm throwing out there and i just it's random. Ah. It's random. <laughs> Perfect name for the show. And then I've been called a random black guy all my life. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Random black guy. <laughs> that was my gamer tag a long time ago on Xbox when I was playing Halo. It'd just be like, "You've been killed by a random black guy." <laughs> Damn. Wait, so are you, are you on a PSN yet, or are you still oh, man, Xbox? I'm on PlayStation and Xbox, homeboy. Where you want to get your ass whipping at? Uh, we we got to uh, get on there with uh, Todd one day. Or even if it's just me and you on uh, the wrestling, if you got it. What, you got it on PlayStation? Yeah. See, that's the thing, man. I got it on Xbox. Wait, what else? Do you got NBA on uh, yeah, PlayStation? Got, yeah, I got 17 on PlayStation, though. Okay, we, we can, can hop we on can that. We can do battle. We can do battle there. <laughs> uh, let me see. What I, I don't really buy too much games. I got to start buying games again. Like, Fell off. And that's the thing, though. That's what, that's what my game purchases dictate. So, like, if everybody had wrestling on the PlayStation 4, I would have probably bought wrestling on the PlayStation 4. But most uh, okay. of the people I know that play the wrestling have it on Xbox, so I got it on Xbox. Makes sense. And then, like, anything EA, I have to get it on Xbox because I have the EA Access Pass. And they be giving discounts, and sometimes the games be free with the EA Access. So that's why they, those are reserved strictly for Xbox. But, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto, goddamn 2K17, and uh, anything else outside of those things, I put that on the PlayStation. I see, I see. So, yeah, we're going to have to start secret night, nice and yeah, <laughs> games. Yeah. 
Spicy. And, and that's another thing I try See to... See what do you get? And that's a thing I want to um, try to incorporate into the podcast. You know, um, what I've been doing lately is I've been getting into Grand Theft Auto Five, and I got a homeboy that play like, religiously. So I, I have, haven't played the game a total of five times since it's been out, and that thing been out for, like, three years. So I, I just played online maybe a couple times for the first time over the past couple of days. And I recorded the audio of me and him just bullshitting or whatever. So I'm running around talking about, hey, man, how you do that? How you do this? How you do this? And it's just like a conversation because, I mean, me and him was in the military together. And it's also a way for us to catch up. So I'm kind of recording the video game footage and taking the audio. And I'm going to start putting that on YouTube kind of like a podcast while we play video games. Dope, dope. I don't know if you just heard our latest episode. We just did a crossover with uh, PC Noobs, and there it's a gaming channel. And uh, we did we played WWE 2K, and we I just I think I just put out the audio Friday. I think it was yeah, Friday. The tag team thing. Yeah, it, it's so all over the place. That is a mess of a podcast because we're we're like, hold on, wait. Wait, no, they don't know all the, you know, buttons and all that stuff. And yeah. they're freaking out. Oh, my God, he just hit me with a brack breaker. What the hell? It's just a mess. Yeah, because um, Ty was talking about that when he was on. And um, I heard the episode before that one. And um, that one just popped up in my queue, uh, I think, the other day. So I'm going to catch up on it. Okay, dope, dope. Yeah. But before you go, man, uh, what's your plugs? What you trying to plug? Okay, so uh, you could um, find me on Twitter, Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at Sir John Lee. That's S I R J O N L E E. Pretty much, just type in my name. Just type it in Google. You'll find everything. You'll find my SoundCloud. You'll find um, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, I just took down all the websites because we're getting prepared for uh, season two for uh, the Court of Wolves. Uh, got some cool stuff planned for that. So Court of Wolves website is down now. We sold out all our hats. We still got stickers and all that good stuff if you want. But I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just don't want a sticker. But uh, this go around, we're doing uh, T-shirts. We got uh, sweatshirts. Um, jackets, all that good stuff, and that's uh the rollout. Probably for that one would be from January to the beginning of July. Okay. So just be prepared for that, people. And uh, working on some music. Actually, when I'm done with this podcast, I'm about to go to the studio, play some beats for some artists. So be on the lookout. Google my name because I'll be on a lot of credits this year. I'm, <laughs> I'm hyped about that, bro. I'm really hyped. I'm excited. Good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, just Google the name. Google Court of Wolves. Stay in tune with the brand. Uh, keep listening to the podcast, Wrestling Junkies. Uh, I don't know if you just saw. We just changed up our brand a little bit. Got a new logo. Um Follow us on Instagram. Please leave feedback for the podcast, guys. <laughs> please. Yeah, uh, please. That's any podcast. <laughs> any podcast, for real. Because uh, we don't know if you like it or you don't like it. Um. So, yeah, just 
everything that is will be and there's nothing new under the sun all that good stuff i just got biblical there sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's it all right wrestling junkies court of wolves sir john lee boom but like i said man i appreciate you and everything you do whether it be podcasting producing music and uh performing yourself i appreciate it all and i'm glad that you took the time out and uh chatted with me a bit there sir john lee (laughs) thanks man appreciate you for having me on it's an opportunity for me thank you really appreciate it thank you all right all right i'm gonna check you out man all right man have a good one that was it another episode in the books episode 48 in what two weeks it'll be episode 50 that'll be my solo show giving you um a freaking podcast in review let you know um how i feel about podcasting so far um i do it every 10 episodes so in two weeks episode 50 i'll be doing just that but it was great to have sir john lay on the show this week and um that's it. I mean, you got the we got we we have closed the book on part one and part two of the wrestling junkies, uh, Todd the Great and Sir John Lee. Um, what I plan on doing is um I reached out to another guest that's kind of like in their little circle. I want to do them individually, not sexually, and um, maybe pull them all in together. You know, for one big show where all three of them will be on with me and we'll do some random shit like I always do. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. Hey, and we talked about um, his music, uh, Blessed. That's the song that he's promoting. That's the song that I'm going to throw in the bonus content for you of this episode. But wait, there's more. The song that I spoke about, uh, Digital Pyramids. I like that song more than Blessed. I like them both. Um, I liked Blessed like hell of a lot before I heard Digital Pyramids. So per his request, I'm going to throw on Blessed. And then right after that, I'm going to play Digital Pyramids because everybody should hear this damn song. Everybody should hear both songs. And if you're listening to this, if you got (laughs) this far into the podcast, I know it ran long, but hey. That's what we do. Um, vote, please, because I'm asking you. Can you vote? I mean, if you're listening to me, I mean, I know you can move your your fingers. Stop making my Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm um put a poll out there maybe, or I'm gonna just ask which song do you prefer more, Blessed or Digital Pyramids? I'm already voting for Digital Pyramids. I got two accounts, so I'm gonna vote twice for Digital Pyramids. <laughs> but um yeah i'm gonna put those there so stick around for the bonus content uh hey i'm here man 44 days there's 44 days at the time of this being posted it'll be 42 days 42 days left so whatever you can man just go to the gofundme go to my website randomrobcast.com is at the bottom of the homepage. Click on the GoFundMe. Donate whatever you can. Tell somebody. Tell somebody to tell somebody. And not just tell them. Have them donate. 
Any little bit helps. So that's random robcast.com down at the bottom of the homepage. Also, when you're down there around the homepage, there's merchandise. Whatever purchase you make, whatever I get off of it, whether it be four bucks or three bucks or whatever. I mean, I'm not, I don't get a lot, but whatever I get from those purchases, I'm putting it in the GoFundMe. Um, I'm trying to if if you know if you know anybody that's done GoFundMe's or whatever or any kind of other fundraising events like uh, Matt from the Passers By podcast did. He did a hot wing challenge. I don't like hot shit like that, and I would not subject my body to any kind of punishment like that. Speaking of Matt. On Instagram yesterday, he took one of my um, Instagram pictures and he made it into like an album cover. So what I was thinking last night and this morning and all kind of way, I was thinking about different ways that I can, you know, help my friend raise some kind of money to um, give to him. And I was thinking about it. Matt made the comment. He took one of my pictures, he edited it and made it, uh, made it, it. (laughs) and made it look like a mixtape cover. The name of the album is Fuck Your Couch because that's something that I say all the time. So he made that, and he's like, mixtape coming soon. And um, and me and him was co- corresponding through a Facebook Messenger, and he was just dropping all kind of you know my isms, things that I say all the time, and he was just making like my track list for a mixtape, you know, just making random uh, songs. So I got to thinking, I was like, you know, I just talked about it, and I've said it many a times, I am not musically inclined. I don't know how, I barely know how to podcast. But what I was thinking I don't know if it's far-fetched, but I mean, fuck it. I mean, it is what it is. If, as a whole, I mean, it doesn't have to be one person. I mean, just collectively, from now, from this point, from the time that you hear me, from from here on until the the, the GoFundMe is down to zero, for every $1,000 that is donated, I will produce, I will make one original song. It can be rap, country, something. It would be one original song. So if you raise $1,000, if you donate $1,000 to the GoFundMe, I will create one original song. If you donate more than 1000 so say you do, if, he, if you get $2,000 raised, I'll create two. Three, I'll do three. So on and so forth till the $15,000 goal is met. So if you, if, if $15,000 can be raised, I will have 15 original songs that I will create. It can be anything. It can be spoken word. I will, you, you basically uh, building my mixtape. <laughs> That's the idea. Um, I don't know if $1,000 is a bit much. I mean, but you man, we got to make these leaps and bounds. $15,000 is, is not, not like a small amount of change. But this is what I'm saying, though. If 150 people can raise $4,000 in three days, what the fuck? I know there's more than 150 people that follow me on Twitter. There's more than 150 people that follow me on Instagram. There's more than 150 people that follow me or like me on Facebook or whatever. So I think it's an achievable goal. I don't know, but I'll put this out. You might even hear me say this again before this episode even comes out Sunday. But that's the challenge. That's what I'm throwing down. So damn, every $1,000 that's raised is be one song that I make. <laughs> if we can get five songs total or the whole $15,000 raised, that'll be 15 tracks. That's a whole album. I will make an album. I will make a mixtape. 
and I will put it out. And now, um, if it at all possible, I mean, if you know, I don't know, I don't know, I, but I'll make a mixtape. So get on it if you want to hear it. But to continue on with my plugs, randomrobcast.com. Bottom of the homepage. That's where you can find all the things. Donate, purchase shirts, and anything else you can do to help. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at It's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk wrestling or other random shenanigans, that's the account you do it on. If you want to hear anything about the show or get some info or whatever, you can follow that show on Twitter at wait for it R R R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at random ramblings W underscore Rob. And if you're on Instagram, go to the explore or the search menu and type in the hashtag Walmart log. You can find me at Walmart just flogging. <laughs> also, if you're in the search browser, like Bing, Google or whatever you use, type in the hashtag RRRPC. That's abbreviated random rambles with Rob podcast. That's three R's a P and a C and anything that's pertaining to this podcast will pop up under that hashtag Facebook. I preach Facebook a lot. I mean, you have so many features on there. You can be vocal. You can put videos. You can do all this stuff. I, I like to interact with you. That's been the theme of my intro and my outro interaction. People helping people, people talking, post random shit on my Facebook wall. There's no limit. Just don't put no, kitty porn or no crazy shit like that so go ahead look up random rambles with rob on facebook join the community there's only two of us posting in there me and um christopher dirt bike dirt bag you know you know who you are you're my homeboy i like you you post stuff in there we need more people to post random shit if you got a podcast go to my facebook play page and plug your podcast if you got music go to my facebook page and plug your music if you're a comedian you stand up do all that Whatever you have, bring it to my Facebook page. It's for everybody. Whew. And um, once again, I appreciate both Todd the Great and Sir John Lee for coming in individually and um, doing the podcast. And um, I appreciate all of y'all for listening. I'm stumbling over my words, but um, we're done. And guess what? I'll see you next time. I'll get you, planet. <laughs> Bonus content. Bless you for thinking I need you. 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 Bless, bless, bless you for thinking I need you. Bless you for thinking I need you. Bless, bless you for thinking I need you. Bless you for thinking I need you. Friend of foe, I'm finna eat. Finger food, a finger meat. Change your mind like changing sheets. Chaining you to your defeat. I'm Kobe scoring 81. I'm Curry, don't you try to front. Long from the effing jump. Sneezing all you effing chumps. Hot you, nigga. Bless you, nigga. I'm joining game six with the flu, nigga. Bless you for thinking I need you. 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 Why had you thinking I'm equal? You won't catch me saying what's poppin' the people. 
Say chicken pox or the measles Could box you, throw hands, you gon' catch you a season Hit them boy, them boy coughing, them bleed And then him gonna need more than a mile and a steed Could then walk a mile in my sneak I ain't spin with the devils and dragons and divas I lean like the tower of Pisa I lean like a girl from Ibiza I lean, I lead, murdered every scene I been Bow to him, he's the king, rest in peace, I lead Bless you for thinking I need you Bless you for thinking I need you I need you, bless you for thinking I need you, bless, bless, bless you for thinking I need you, bless you for thinking I need you, bless, bless you for thinking I need you, bless you for thinking I need you. God bless the child that has his own, why you see me slide right along? Said you was popping off, but all I see is lots of tweets. Go ahead and cut me off. I won't lose an ounce of sleep. Nah, nah, nah. Bless you for thinking I need you. 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 Bless. Started making beats at my mama's crib. You 
used to rap and sleep on my mama's couch. Working sacrifice, this is how we live. So I can make my way out my mama's house. And I deserve five mics. And all I got was 20 views and five likes. All good, you'll see my vision in hindsight. When I'm at the Grammys, giving you my life. A straight edge nigga like me. I live the life of a square. Trailblazer, hellraiser like me. Woo, a Rick Flair. You do the 